And we back. And we back. Um, brand new episode of the podcast about nothing. I am your host, The Apex, and um, we back. We back at it again, yo. So, if you follow me on Instagram, by the way, follow me on Instagram if you are on Instagram at podcast about nothing. Title of the podcast is the same at that I use on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter at podcast about nada. I think that's my pod. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. Podcast about nada on Twitter. And then on Instagram is podcast about nothing. Make sure y'all follow me on those uh, socials. Give me a shout out, comment, DM, whatever the case may be. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, then you should know what this episode is going to be about. Do I have a title for the episode right now? Absolutely not. But it's all good. Now, Apex, how much homework and research did you do for this episode? None. I'm speaking from my heart. I'm speaking from experience. I'm speaking from my point of view. My POV, you feel me? And that's really all I... And, and you know what? I feel like people should respect other people's opinions, other people's stances without research and, and other people's opinions and stuff like that, without research, without analytics and without analysis and without a whole bunch of other stuff, Right? We should just respect someone's point of view because someone's someone else's point of view can change ours or it may not do anything. And at the end of the day, does it really matter? It doesn't matter if your mind changes based off of something else. Someone says, what does it matter? We should respect how other people feel. Now, if someone feels that one gender or one race or one nationality is more superior than the other. Come on, man. We ain't got time for Hitlers over here. No Hitlers. Okay. That's my new tagline. Podcast about nothing. No Hitlers. Anyway. Um, we're talking about the menstrual era. We're talking about the menstrual era. We're talking about how now, see, I should have done a better job at... But you know what? I think I can freestyle it. I can freestyle it. Menstrual era, right? And how in the black community, we still have people theoretically, figuratively, not literally, but theoretically and figuratively putting on blackface with the heavily applied thick red lipstick and the white gloves, right? We have that in the black community, whether it be in show business or you're just at your job and you see your one of your coworkers tap dancing for the uh, supervisors and managers and all that stuff, right? It happens. The menstrual era isn't an era because an era ends. It's still going on, right? It's still going on. You still have people tap dancing. Now, you could say, oh, man, that sounds like sucking up. Nah, it sometimes it's not even sucking. Sometimes it really is just tap dancing. 
They shucking and jiving. We have that. Now on Instagram, I put up this Viner. Um, if you don't know what Vine is, good. It was an app that died like seven years ago. Like the app came, it was popping for about two years and then it died. By the time I, I heard of Vine, it was already on his last legs, right? But this girl that I used to talk to way back, way back in the day, back when Vine was popping, I think, she showed me, oh, this, this, uh, you heard of Vine, right? I was like, yeah, this guy, King Batch, King Bach, King. I don't know, Hunchback, whatever dude name is. He's hilarious. Oh, okay. You know, so she put on a compilation video of his stuff. It was about 15 minutes long. Do you know how many vines that is in 15 minutes? Because each vine is like eight seconds or something like that. It was 15 minutes of this. 15 minutes. Each vine is eight seconds. For 15 minutes, I sat through maybe 75 vines or something like that. I don't know the math behind it. I'm freestyling it. But it was about 15, 16 minutes. That's like 148 vines. So I'm sitting there. Vine one, I chuckled. Because from those eight seconds, I was like, oh, this nigga corny. From the first eight seconds, I was like, oh, he's corny. This isn't for adult consumption. Even though there's adults on the screen, these aren't meant for adults to watch and view and laugh at and enjoy. Granted, I was like 22 or something like that, maybe 23 years old. And I was like, this isn't all right, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, fine, whatever. And the next one comes and I'm like. This isn't funny. Like, the first Vine, I chuckled at. But then the second one, I'm like, it's not funny. And then there was one where I... I don't want to say I laughed at that either. A semi-laugh? Where I guess spaghetti spilled out of his pocket and then he just started whining or whatever. For some reason, that made... that that For some reason, that made me laugh harder than the first one I saw. That was it. Two out of 420, I chuckled or and or laughed at. Out of 411 vines, I laughed at two of them. But it wasn't until I got older. Maybe 24, nah, maybe 25, 26-ish, right? He had a movie come out. I don't know if it went to theaters. I can't remember but he had a movie come out and it was some of his it was a few of his like vine buddies but it was a lot of white viners in that movie right and i watched the trailer i was like oh that's dude from the internet from that i saw like four years ago and or three years ago or whatever well i i, I know it i'm bad with Timing. I, I don't I don't know. Anyway, I'm watching it. And I was like, so this is a movie length of lines. 
Then I started thinking back to his vines, right? And I was like, he was a shucker and jiver. He was. It was a menstrual show comedy sketch. White gloves and all. Just wavy hands, wavy fingers, shucking and jiving. That's all he was doing. His comedy wasn't steered towards the black community. His comedy was steered towards white teenagers who never encountered black people before. So now they think that that's how black people are. He had a comedy sketch. Let me not say comedy sketch. That's giving it way too much credit. He had a vine where um, he was standing alongside his white friend. Now, let me say this also. I don't know how old he is now. I feel like he's older than me. I feel like he is. He might not be, though, but I'm not sure. But this was I was like 24 or whatever like that when I saw this. This is when I watched a little compilation video, right? Compilation video. And in that video, he was standing next to a, a, a white guy who was a part of the little vine sketch. And he and the white guy says, here, dad, catch. And then he throws a football and then a white old man catches the ball. And then the king bot king back king botch says, here, dad, catch. And he throws the ball and then there's no one there to catch the ball. You get it? Because notoriously black people grow up without their fathers in the house. That's the joke. The joke is black people notoriously grow up without having a father in the house, without knowing their dad. That's the joke. Who's laughing at that? Who who is laughing at that? I saw that and I was squinting. I was like, what? What? You have some comedians who would make a black fathers aren't present joke. It's never funny to me. It's never funny to me. It's never funny. Another another little vine sketch he did. Him and some other black people was running out of a KFC with buckets of chicken and watermelon. That was the joke. Wearing ski masks and pantyhoses over their face. That that was the joke. How the hell is this funny? I never understood who made like who 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 made him who he was. It had to be the white kids. So now we evolve from Vine to TikTok. Right? 
uh, Vine to musically to TikTok. I think that that was the evolution of things. It went from Vine to musically to TikTok. And now you have these white kids making stereotypical black jokes. White kids. Same white kids who was probably eight or nine years old watching this nigga are now making these same jokes that he was making. And and then we as the black community are taking their videos and sending it to the dean of admissions of the college that they applied to. I never know how y'all figure out what schools these kids go to. That is astounding. But now but now we have, but it's King Bash's fault. Is it's his fault. He birthed this. Because it was comedy. It was funny. And what was disturbing to me is the fact that this black young lady was showing me this video and was tickled by it. I'm like, but for one, it's not even creative. It's not funny. Making videos about black people robbing people, running from police, carjacking people. Like, how the hell is this funny? Now, I gave you all four topics of way I gave you all four different ways of four different ways he tried to make jokes, right? Whether it's about chicken and watermelon, car robberies, black people not tipping, and no father in the house. Right? But he had thousands of videos all based off of those four topics how the fuck where how is this funny i mean yeah it'll be funny to white people watching black people make fun of black people's stereotypes but as black people if you was a fan of king how how are you not even offended six years ago how were you not i don't understand Six, five years ago. How? I like I don't understand. Maybe it was more like seven or six years ago. I don't understand how y'all weren't offended. Now this motherfucker doing movies. This nigga doing movies. I was watching an episode of The Walking Dead. He appeared in an after credit scene. What? How? He's not entertaining. So you got this nigga sucking and jiving on stage for white people's amusement. It, it made no sense to me at the expense of black people's image. It made no sense. And yet people found that exciting and, 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 and funny. And now trying to imitate that through TikTok. Right? So then you got this. When when did he 
if you're listening right now, clearly you can't answer me. When was it when he wrote all of those names? <laughs> he wrote a whole bunch of black people's names who were killed by police officers, right? And it wasn't everybody. It was the it was the postal children. And I hate to use that term to describe people who lost their lives due to police violence. But they were the, the they were the posters of civil black unrest done by police violence. The Trayvon Martins, the Sandra Blands. I, I can't remember if this was during the George Floyd. Maybe it was. Maybe it was during the, the George Floyd protests and, and everything like that. So it, it could have been. But, you know, the Trayvon Martins, the Sandra Blands, the George Floyd, Flannel Castiles. Those, those people, right? And he wrote their names all over his torso and I'm laughing hysterically nigga you are a clown of clowns you really are you're a clown once again you're trying to appease to the white crowd still you're still trying to appeal to the white audience cause that ain't for niggas what you doing that's not for us that's not for us. We don't need to hear this message of you. I know what I don't remember what he was saying. It was some type of poem. He was I, maybe he wrote it. I don't know. I, I I honestly don't even know. I don't even remember. I just remember him writing a whole bunch of people's names on his body. But that wasn't for black people. That was for your white audience to make them aware. Because that's. That's the side of things that you're on. Again, looking like a fucking clown. Looking like a clown. Looking ridiculous. Like, here's another thing too, right? Disney Channel. Disney. Mickey Mouse. Go and look at Mickey Mouse. Pause me and go look at Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse is in literal blackface. It's right there in front of us. He's in literal blackface. White gloves. Black surrounding and then his mouth being a completely different. No mouse looks like that. There, there's never been a mouse in history of mice that ever looked like that. Ever. He's in literal blackface. He's in literal. He's in literal blackface. He is in literal blackface. Go and then go back and watch his cartoons from the 1920s. Is literal blackface. And is more evident in the 20s. Now, there, there was a scene that I had watched like a few years ago, actually, about this. And 
He put curlers in his hair. I don't understand how that even works. But he put curlers in his hair. And then I think one of the curlers was accidental TNT and then it exploded. So his 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 oh wow. His um entire face you know how in cartoons when things blow up in cartoon characters' faces, their whole face turns like black with like charcoal and soot and all that stuff. That that became his face, except around his lips. And then he had this type of hair that was like. It looked like if y'all watched um name was the name of that show, man. Rugrats. Angelica had a doll named Cynthia. That's how his hair was looking. It's like, oh, I see what you're trying to portray here. I see what you're trying to portray here. He was in literal, literal blackface then. See, theoretically, Mickey Mouse is in blackface. Eh, you know, you can't really prove it, even though it is right there. Uh, that's just the character design. But for that scene, he was in literal blackface. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's crazy how black people through entertainment is portrayed. You know who else is a sucker and jiver and, um, a sucker and jiver and, uh, Minstrel act Tyler Perry. He's another one. Nah, 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 nah. He be putting black people on. Don't talk about Tyler Perry. He a billionaire. He be putting black actors on. At what expense? I I don't. First of all, if you're a black woman listening. And you're defending Tyler Perry. Go back and watch his movies. He hates y'all. Like he he hates black women. He hates black women. Like you have like the older black women. They're typically. But you know what? I haven't watched every Tyler Perry movie. But he would sometimes have. Well, actually, no, he will, he will do this a lot. He will have a strong black old woman. And I'm not even saying older, old woman. Being the wise OG, right? Spitting knowledge to the younger, to the to the to the younger generation or whatever. He made Taraji P. Henson look stupid. He made um you know what? I don't know these actors' names, but like, even even in uh uh uh, what's the what's the famous movie he got? It's like it's like one of his most popular Diary of a Mad Black Woman, right? Even in that movie, I don't know, man. Tyler Perry might hate black people. Period. It, it, anyway, anyway, um, he had the dark skinned husband. 
beating on his wife, abusing his wife, cheating on his wife, kicking out his wife, who's also a dark-skinned woman, and who comes to his rescue? Who comes to her rescue? Excuse me. And then, and then, and then, and then, when he kicks out his wife, he brings in this, uh, man, was she even light-skinned or was she... Was she Latina? I don't know. Let's just go with light skin. She was a light skinned black woman, possibly biracial. She comes in. They had they had a gang of kids from him cheating on his wife. She she he he brings her in. Right? Then you got this dark skinned woman who got kicked out by her husband. And who saves her? Another mulatto. Another one. With a helmet that looked like braids. Comes and saves a day and sweeps her off her feet. Right? What is this? What? What? And then you have uh, Medea that looks like, uh, what's the term I'm looking for? You have him being Medea, this Aunt Jemima looking ass motherfucker here. It's all minstrel. It's all minstrel. It's a play on black stereotypes. That's all that it is. Oh, also in Diary of a Mad Black Woman, Tyler Perry's ex-wife is a crackhead. It's all black stereotypes. But see, the, the issue with this is, again, your audience is a white audience. If I'm living the life of, my, of a diary of a mad black woman, why the hell do I need to see it on a silver screen? If I if when I go home, I see it at home. Who are you trying to appease to? Who are you reaching to? Who are you trying to speak to? Can't be the black audience. If a lot of us live in bad living situations, a lot of us live in a hood. You're putting the message out there that there's a side of black people that live like this and you make it into a comedy. You make it into an entertainment and into a way of entertaining someone. Minstrel. And even in the menstrual era, sometimes they will put black people in blackface. Be like, oh, it's not that bad. It's a nigger doing it. So it can't be that bad, right? Excuse me. Negro. Excuse me. Like, come on. Get like, man, get out of here. Get out of here. We really sat up here and found King Bach and Tyler Perry entertaining. When they were making a mockery of us. Now I know you probably gonna have some people like, man, some of these rappers be making a mockery out of us. <clears throat> There's a lot of rappers that be in blackface too, though. There's a lot of them. There's a difference between storytelling and then just being an ass and being a clown and just making a mockery out of being a black stereotype. But then you have some rappers who aren't in blackface. They're just uneducated and misinformed. That's, that's, sometimes that's, that's what it is as well. 
it's, it's, it's a tough, it's a tough place to be in between when you're someone who's like, where you need to find out if that's them being blackface trying to portray what a black person is. Like a lot, oh man, damn, who is someone else who I can't think of who it is, but it's like you, they act like the version of a black person. Tiffany Haddish, that's it. Tiffany Haddish is another minstrel era, another minstrel act. She's another one. Tiffany Haddish is another one. Lizzo is another one. Those are minstrel acts. They act like they. How can I? How can I? How can I put this into words? They're black people acting like white people who act like black people. That's what that is. They act like a white person trying to act like a black person. It's completely unauthentic. It's completely unreal. Like, none of it is entertaining. None of it is. And I wish... I could think of one more because now I'm not even sure if that's who I was thinking of, thinking of with Tiffany Haddish and Lizzo. But those are menstrual era actors, though. Like, those are menstrual acts. So if you get nothing else from this uh, episode, that's the best way I can explain it. Think of someone that just over exaggerates the blackness of black people in the black community they just over exaggerated they just over they overdo it they're <clears throat> they're they yell and talk loud go back and watch scary movie go back and watch scary movie Thinking back to it, that was blackface shit. That was blackface stuff, man. It really was. Like Marlon Wayne's character on Scary Movie. Black people don't act like that, dog. Like black people for real don't act like that. But it was it was funny in 1997. It was funny. Black people don't act like that for real, man. Just the overtly, just overly loud, exaggerated loudness. Always being high, right? Like that's that's who you're putting us that that's that's what you're gonna portray us as. That's what you're putting out there, right? Like it's just Just the, just the loudness of everything. Oh, another one. Um, man, if you want to be real, Chris Tucker might have been in blackface. Uh, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe not Chris Tucker. 
Chris Tucker didn't have a white audience. But he was still overly loud, though. You know what I mean? Like, it was still... But, I don't know. It's hard to say with Chris Tucker. Fuck it. Yeah, Chris Tucker was in blackface, too. Forget it. I'm just I'm just throw that out there. Um, and it's like... We're not just loud like that. It's just kooky. Like, go back and watch some of that stuff and be for real. And ask yourself, how many black people did you know that act like that? How many? None. None for me. I didn't know any. And DC Young Fly is two Chris Tuckers. Not as funny as two Chris Tuckers. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just... He wanted to be Chris Tucker's Chris Tucker, so he over Chris Tucker did. That's that's what DC Youngfly did. He's another nigga that's in blackface. Look, at the end of the day, us as the black community, we we have to stop giving so much of a leadership responsibility to entertainers. We got to stop. We have to stop. We give it to our athletes. We give it to our movie stars, our TV stars, all that other shit. We be looking to reality show stars to speak on behalf of the black community. We got to stop. We be looking up to the wrong people. We give the wrong people the keys to the car, for real. For, it's, it's, time, it's time to make a change, man. It really is. It's time to make a change. Anyway, this has been the episode of Podcast About Nothing. I'll be your host, The Apex. Until next time, make it do what it do until it does. Peace.